Welcome back, everybody, to Thirst World Problems. This is Bell coming at you from behind the mic, and we're about to get into an exclusive interview that we did with Daniel Zimmerman, also known as the Ice Cream King. So grab yourself a spoon, a big bowl of your frozen delight, and get ready for a fun talk that we had with the Ice Cream King. Here's an exclusive interview on Thirst World Problems. So... But that said, I think there was like one or two flavors I tried like a sample of and still wrote a shit review of. Um, number three? Mm-hmm. Or did you have any follow-up questions about the snow pea? Um, number five actually sounds better than number four, but it's just, just saying. That's it it just sounds me. better, but when you have your grandmother pass, like it, it, it just changes your mentality around eating something that like smells like her. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. You, you won on that one. Number yeah. three. Number three. Uh, number three. Um, I had a pretty bad – it was like a garlic barbecue chicken ice cream in Las Vegas. Garlic barbecue chicken? Yeah. No, it was like – it was just trying to do too many things. Like I, I respect that they were trying to do something savory like because there are very few ice cream spots out there that just do savory ice creams. Um, they're very few and far in between. But when you do it right, it can just be this whole nother experience of just like – Hey, we have something that is normally traditionally reserved in, you know, more heated food format, whether it be like a steak or, you know, pasta, whatever, what have you. And the fact it's chilled, not only chilled, it's this, you know, type of thing that's eaten with a spoon. So when those kind of two opposing ideas clash and collide, it's actually like really kind of wonderful. This one was not the case. It was just. <laughs> Like salty, like chicken noodle soup that like had you know barbecue sauce and just, uh, yeah, like I said, really salty and just like congealed gel of like barbecue sauce. That was so you so you had that on good. a nice hot day in Vegas on the strip. You had some garlic barbecue oh, yeah. ice cream. Yeah, so you have like it's hot on the strip. You go off the strip to this place, which has since I think closed down, um, just because they're serving up shit flavors like garlic <laughs> yeah. barbecue ice cream. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so then you go like hot to like really cold because you know it's like a chilled environment. They have to keep the air conditioning at like fifty degrees or something like that, just to, you know make sure not all the ice cream melts. And then you go to have this like barbecue, nasty, salty, disgustingness, and it's like. I don't know if it's like heat stroke from being outside or just the nastiness, but I want to hurl right now. Oh, so perfect. That would that would probably be that one. Um, are we at number two or one now? This is one. No. Yep. This is the worst ice cream flavor okay. you've ever had. Uh, this one, I would probably put. It was. Um, cardamom sriracha granola <laughs> or no there's and there's chocolate in there too so yeah it was chocolate cardamom sriracha granola and the sriracha is what killed the whole thing like literally i love sriracha i love pho like i love putting sriracha on like barbecue wings whatever but just this in general this is the one that i literally had a sample of and this was in st louis missouri uh, and i still wrote like a terrible review of it just because of how bad the sample was and I felt I was adequately able to taste all the elements, whether it was like the granola that just gives it this like flakier, different type of consistency that like, you know, 
it's decent in fiber, which is good for you, but it's like it's the granola that will get stuck in your teeth. And then you have chocolate, which is, you know, a, a little bit of a darker base. But you're throwing in cardamom, which is this kind of like herbally spice of sorts. And then you throw in sriracha, which has the spice. And it just – none of it played well with each other at all. Uh, and I think they made it as like a promotion um, for – I think it was, it was some local company that was like, hey – Make something, make an ice cream with like some of our ingredients and throw in sriracha because everyone loves sriracha. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, why, why would you do that? Why? Or like, did you not like taste test it or something like that? Because like from what I could tell, no one bought a, like a scoop of it. There's literally just like scrapings from the top from people trying samples just because they're curious like myself. But no one would, I think, buy a full scoop of that. So – be here, Daniel. I was just wondering, so with your reviews for ice cream, what obviously you review things like the flavor and you know that stuff we know what are what are some other smaller things or or sidebars that you review about ice cream like is there does the consistency or the bowl that it comes in or the presentation or the spoon that you use do you write about that kind of stuff as well yeah, uh great question uh so basically, I totally admit that like I'm very suggestive subjective in all my reviews like this idea that i have you know literally two points for consistency and an extra three points for flavor profile and the complexity is another you know two and a half whatever like that's just complete bullshit like (laughs) really it's kind of the way you feel in the moment so like all these other auxiliary things can go into how well an ice cream flavor tastes so like literally you know, uh, eating it in the company of a good friend or whatever, like, hey, you're, you're laughing, joking around, whatever. Like, the ice cream is just naturally going to taste better. Like, having a bad day, yes, that will impact the flavor. Like, and as much as people try to take, like, that out of the equation, like, I kind of try to lean into it a little bit. So um, I try to also notice when a business or an ice cream shop is also trying to accentuate certain parts of the ice cream tasting experience that, you know, the, the soft intangibles, whether it's like they're super family friendly. So like there's this place, I think I want to say it's like Albuquerque, New Mexico, um, breaking bad land. Uh, and it's just this like old dude that collected all these random toys from like, you know, they're literally the Island of misfit toys and (laughs) all these crazy random toys that are for like little kids um, from like the 60s, 70s, 80s, whenever, whatever decade. And it's just this kind of really weird, fun environment of like a toy museum of nostalgia. And there, you just see like a bunch of little kids that are like going around playing, like whether, you know, they even have like some arcade stuff, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And that kind of just like is heartwarming, you know, like uh, it, it's, I say this in the manliest way possible. It's fucking delightful. Like when you <laughs> see like a little kid just enjoying themselves and it makes your ice cream taste better when you see them like giggling their face off with a toy made circa 1972 or whatever. Like it's just kind of cool. Well, so. Daniel, we kind of just hopped yeah. in and we were kind of like, okay, give us your flavors or whatnot. But can you give us your origin story here for our listeners? Everyone's probably like, why are we, why is everyone talking about ice cream? Oh man, yeah. So uh, basically, 
origin story is that like I've always loved ice cream. Like who doesn't? It, it's you know one of the greatest desserts known to man. In my opinion, I think it's the greatest. But I realize other people have their opinions as well. Um, and so like natural love of ice cream. Um, that combined with the fact that like in college, uh, my senior year of college, someone let me know that July is National Ice Cream Month in the states. Um, founded by Ronald Reagan in 1984. <laughs> Um, so I was like, Oh, that's dope. I love ice cream. Maybe I should like use this as like a vehicle to expand my horizons. Um, maybe try some new crazy flavors, whatever. So like that year I tried, you know, I did that kind of thing where like every day I would, you know, get five pints of ice cream during the week, eat all those pints every single day. And then all the weekends I'd go to like some ice cream shop, maybe a cold stone, whatever, and have a flavor there. And then write like a small review about it. They started at like, maybe like a sense or two, like a, a tweet's length or something like that. And then as I continued to do this, like over the years, like I got positive feedback from friends that like, I kind of just did it for myself. I didn't really expect anything to come from it, but like I got more feedback than I thought um, just on like my ability to eat ice cream every day. Um, <laughs> so uh, like my reviews just started gradually get longer and longer. And then like, I, I would kind of up the ante where I would go to more ice cream shops or I'd try more ambitious flavors like, you know, avocado chocolate or, you know, um, lemon cayenne, you know, something else. Um, rosemary, lemon, whatever. Uh, all these random flavors. And then I'd write more in-depth reviews until like I think it was July 2016. Yeah. Uh, that I did, you know, my entire month of eating ice cream and I finished off the month um, with – like one of the most LA things you could possibly think of, which was an ice cream cleanse. Um, <laughs> literally, it's the idea that you eat nothing but ice cream for three days straight. Oh, fuck off. It's supposed to cleanse your body of toxins. <laughs> fuck off. Like, you know, like the way LA. a juice cleanse or like all those other <laughs> LA ice cream things cleanse. do. And it's kind of real in that like I lost three pounds in three days. By eating ice cream, like, you lost weight? Yeah. Yeah, I lost three pounds in three days. I ate five pints of ice cream a day for three days. Um, and that's no joke. Yeah, so it's like this special type of like vegan ice cream that uses coconut milk. So you're just like shitting <laughs> like nonstop there. And, and I think like a good chunk of it is water weight. But like that said, I managed to keep the weight off for like, you know, a month, which usually in like other cleanses, like a juice cleanse or whatever, usually you like yo-yo weight like nobody's business. So the fact that this was – uh, staying off like pretty well. I was like, wow, this, it kind of uh, speaks to the efficacy of this actual like I, weird type of cleanse or whatever. And after I did that, someone was like, wow, you did like one of the crazier ice cream feats. What are you going to do like next year? Like travel a country or whatever. So that kind of <laughs> planted the seed. And then just like a bunch of other things fell into place at the same time. Uh, like people start giving me like books and recommendations, of, like all these other States that I like need to try ice cream in like the fact that I never you know said I even considered this they just all prompted to send me stuff um and then I found myself you know I think it was like early 2017 and I was like I really don't have many responsibilities like I was thinking about you know doing the whole adulting thing of putting you know a down payment on like a condo or something like property is pretty pretty expensive in Los Angeles so uh, I was like, I had a decent amount of money saved up from like my corporate gig. And when I just saw, you know, real estate prices, I was like, fuck that. Like, let's do something fun and stupid and young or whatever. So I kind of like 
started thinking about like what I could do. And that's when all this, the ice cream thing that people had sent me kind of like fell into place. So I just left my job and used most of the money that I was going to use for like a house or, you know, real adulting things to travel the country and eat ice cream. Fucking right. So <laughs> what was your old job? So my old job, I was a di- I was an account manager at a digital marketing agency. All right. So super corporate. And you said, just, just fuck it. And you just went off and just started eating ice cream. That's yeah, that's the super simplified version. But I felt like if I didn't include the ice cream cleanse, that would be you know, a disrespect <laughs> to like, my origin. What would happen if you uh, just became lactose? Oh, my God. Which- I've had that fear for so long. Like, <laughs> I I don't know what I would do. Like, I've joked around about like, I would have no reason to live anymore. But like, now that I'm seriously known as the ice cream guy, I'm like, I would I would have to do some serious soul searching to figure out who I am if whoa, I become like you, you would be getting an ice cream cleanse every uh, basically every day. I I mean yeah, like that or <laughs> like literally I would have to like switch to vegan ice creams, which isn't the same. Oh, that's that's just be a whole it'll be a whole other thing. Don't sell yourself short. You're not known as the ice cream guy. You're known as the ice cream king. Thank you. Oh my god! Like I didn't even set that. Oh, that that warms my heart in a way that you have no idea. So, so what, thank you for that. So what's your so what's your second favorite um, what was dessert? That? What's your second favorite dessert? Second favorite dessert? Ooh, uh, I fuck around with cookies and milk. Still, still contains <laughs> some of the dairy, you know. Like, uh, but you know, give me a little, give me some chocolate chip cookies and a little moo juice, and you know, I'm I'm content. <laughs> What like what what's what's the, what's the foundations of like when trying these uh, new ice creams out? Like, what are the fundamentals that you always look for? Is it is it just like craftsmanship on it, or is it more of just you know just sweet combined with the salty? Plate, the spoon. Yeah. So are you asking how do I like choose the shops I try, or how do I choose the flavors at the shops? Uh, well, let's go with both. How about that? Okay, uh, so how I choose the shops in general, um, basically. Like all those things that my friends sent me of like the best ice cream in every state or whatever. Like I took those, compiled them into a spreadsheet, and then I kind of took those as like a starting off point there. And I would travel to those cities. And whenever I stay in a city, um, one thing that I did to cut down on costs was I would do this thing called couch surfing. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's literally just staying at the houses of random strangers that say you can stay at their house. Oh. And then. Yeah, no, it's this like totally like revolutionary modern day hippie kind of thing that literally changes your view on life. Like I, that's the best way I can describe it. Um, and from there, whenever you know I would enter a town, I'd also ask them like, "Hey, any other good like hidden gem ice cream shops? You know, in your town, I'm going to this one. Um, are there any others I need to keep out like keep an eye out for?" And then they'd give me like all the rundown on their favorite places, like. Just because ice cream is one of those things that really brings people together. Like it's one of those really kind of adorable desserts that everyone has an opinion about. So uh, that's how I, I choose the places. And then as for flavors, usually when I go to a place, uh, it's kind of whatever I'm feeling in the moment. I'll give, go in, give them a little spiel about like traveling the country, whatever. And then I'll ask them if they have any, either any like signature flavors that like I need to try, like that they're really known for. I ask him like what their most unusual flavors are. And then I always ask, you know, the scooper just like, Hey, what's your favorite? Like, tell me 
Like, what is your emotional association with, you know, this flavor? Why do you like this? It's the cookies and the so, moo juice. Yeah. So, so what do you get? What do you get when you go to the store? Like, if you go grocery shop, shopping, for example, what mm-hmm. what's the ice cream? What's the ice cream that's in your freezer opposed to you selecting these re- or places to to eat out, for example? Um, it depends on a couple things. One, uh, what I'm in the mood for at the time. Like, you know, I still fuck around with Ben and Jerry's. Like, <laughs> I've met Jerry, super nice dude. Like, I I'm not you know. This What's guy Ben's that deal? goes for all the, you know, the mom and pop shots. I will, you know, acquiesce to the corporate, you know, ice cream lords of sorts. Okay. Uh, so what's Ben like? You said you like Jerry. Oh, so does that mean you're putting uh, Ben on blast or? Oh, man. No, it was just uh, <laughs> I never met Ben. So I was just at this like charity event, this ice cream charity event in New York City. And I happened to meet Jerry because he was just, you know, wandering around this like event or whatever. And then I did like a giant double take, like, "Hey, is is that who I think that is?" And then we just shot the shit for like twenty minutes. And he was giving me like grandfatherly sage advice about ice cream, and like asked me about the state of the union as far as how ice cream goes across the country. It was, he was this is like super nice old dude, like the godfather of ice cream. So I have yet to meet Ben, but I hope maybe have you met, like have you if met this Breyer? podcast reaches him, like I'm definitely willing to meet up. Uh, but yeah, like, so as far as what's in my freezer, uh, like also what's on sale, like I admit, <laughs> like I, I, I am constrained also a little bit to a budget. So sometimes, you know, Ben and Jerry's has a good sale. Uh, sometimes, Hey, Talenti, you know, their gelato, homemade gelatos are pretty solid. Uh, you know, Hagen Doss, like that's a, that's a staple classic. Like, uh, if you're feeling more ambitious, like you can, you know, go your Briars or Eddie's or even go with a party pail if you're feeling like I want to tackle a gallon of ice cream in one setting. So is, it, it totally varies. Is there such a thing as like low end ice cream to high end ice cream? Kind of. Um, like what, one, what, what would be the big difference when you're going like what is considered a high end ice cream to you and like what would be the difference? So I would say – so there's like two ways to answer this. One is literally just like price point. Like if you're going for, you know, a, a more small, maybe more locally owned ice cream shop uh, in order for them to ship out their product to other places around the country, shipping costs kind of go into uh, the actual the final price of what a consumer pays um, for a pint of ice cream. Um, so say like a Jenny's, which everyone and their mother loves, is still is probably around like nine ten dollars a pint. Um, so that might be considered a high end. Um, and then you know you have these corporate giants, your Briars, your Eddies, whatever, that have these huge economies of scale and distribution facilities and all the other ones. So you could get like a quart for like you know four forty five. Like it, it's definitely varies um, in terms of price point. Um, as far as the other one, um, in terms of like supposed quality, like that has to do with personal preference, what you look for in an ice cream, how well the ice cream has that kind of creamy consistency, how complex the flavor is. Like those are, those are kind of things that are chalked up to personal preference. So it, it sucks that there isn't much of an answer. Um, but it, it kind of does 
chalked up to like what are you vibing as far as ice cream goes. All right, Daniel, I've got the I got the tough question here for you. And it's going to be a two parter. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Okay, I'm afraid. So, how many times have you been fucked up from eating ice cream here? As well, like completely like off off your rocker because I know I'm from the Caribbean and one of the ice creams that's very big over there Wait, what? Is, is rum and raisin. And okay. there's, there's this one spot where in each scoop, it's the equivalent of a shot of rum. So I'm wondering okay. some of the places you tell, tell me this place right now, and I will book a plane ticket. Like, I have yet to have this, and I want to. Yeah, tell them. Barbados please, please on the beach in Bridgetown. Which in Barbados. What's the, oh. name of, what's the name of the shop? I'm, I'm seriously typing a note right now. <laughs> You'll have to look up. I think it's the Golden Coconut. See if you can find that. Golden Coconut. Okay. For and sure. if not, I'll uh, get you the the right one there. A shot per scoop? That's crazy. Because what? I've seen oh, a post. What else are you going to do in Barbados? A pint and I'll be fine. Well, I saw you had a you had a post the other day uh, f- celebrating uh, 420 there, <laughs> <laughs> and you had an ice cream sandwich. So I'm just I'm just yes. wondering I'm just wondering if you had other experiences similar to that on your travels. Yeah. So uh, yes and no in that I. I do search out if like a town does have alcoholic ice cream. Um, those are a little bit harder to find, at least the potent ones in that the biz will also need a liquor license. Um, and in order to do that, like they have to satisfy some certain state requirements and like some federal requirements. So it's a whole shit show. Um, but I'd say like probably the two, uh, maybe three most like potent alcoholic ice creams. There's one in San Antonio, Texas. There's one in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and there's one in Las Vegas that I would like. Because also the other thing you got to consider is like, uh, and the ones in Minneapolis and Las Vegas, they were milkshakes. So it's easier to have a liquor license when you're kind of just taking like a classic milkshake and throwing shots of liquor into it. So like that, that becomes a little bit easier. The one in San Antonio, Texas, uh, they actually infuse like kind of what I think what you're saying is like they infuse the alcohol into the actual um, ice cream concoction. So it's like the equivalent of like a shot for every like three or four ounces of ice cream. Um, that's just kind of also more difficult to do because alcohol is a lower freezing point. So they kind of have to do like some liquid nitrogen chemistry shit um, in order <laughs> to actually get the cream to freeze. So it becomes just a business issue of like keeping your costs low and maybe not necessarily going with that. Um, but the one in San Antonio, Texas, like I got a, you know, a fair bit of a buzz. I had a flight of ice creams there. Like literally it was probably the equivalent of like a cup. I'd say like maybe three shots, <laughs> maybe I, I, I probably not even that much. I may be exact cream, but that's, that's what it felt like was like the equivalent. Of three that's shots. pretty solid. That's new, um, right? The, the, the flights thing. I feel like that's a new yeah. thing for ice cream. Oh, yeah. No, flights are kind of becoming a, a bigger trend, um, at least definitely in the States, where this idea of because there's all these, you know, mom and pop shops that have all these weird, unusual flavors, and so many of them are good and so many of them are weird and interesting that you want to try them all um, in, you know, greater sizes than just a fucking sample or whatever, that they'll come up with flights where it's usually like, between three and five flavors that come in, you know, maybe like two ounce scoops. 
maybe like two to three ounce scoops, I'd probably say. Um, yeah, so definitely becoming a thing. The one in San Antonio, Texas, uh, like I said, like I had five flavors and normally the flight comes in four. Um, and they only have like five alcoholic flavors a day, but because the owner kind of liked me and we like tried the shift for a little bit, he was like, I'll give you the fifth flavor, you know, like just so you can get the full extent <laughs> of all our alcohol flavors at once. So how are so you? He, hmm? So like, how, how are you? Sorry to cut you off there, but so how are you no not worries. like, how are you not like overweight now with all this ice cream that you, how are you not 600 pounds? Yeah, no, I get that question a fair amount, and the answer is I eat a lot of salads with chicken. Like, that is kind of a simple answer. Uh, I So when going to all these other countries, like – or countries, no, sorry, not uh, – states. When I go to <laughs> – excuse me. When I go to all these other states, like – Some feel like countries. So much great food by missing out on most of it just so I could spend my calories on ice cream. <laughs> so you substitute. So, That's the – Pretty much. See, this is basically a fitness show that we're doing here today. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I have – so like throughout the course of like a years-long journey as far as I hit every single state in the U.S., um, I think I gained a total of like one or two pounds. Uh, and since then, I've like lost five. So I'm like net, you know, negative three pounds since starting this whole thing. That's impressive. That's impressive. Now I'm gonna the second so, part to my question is gonna be what's the best ice cream for a hangover? Ooh. Um that is an interesting question and I think it's it's not necessarily a legitimate question in that everyone deals with hangovers differently. Um like there's some people that like, oh yeah, just like crack two egg yolks and drink that raw and that'll help you. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? And there's other people that just like <laughs> recommend the hair of the dog, you know, just like chug a beer. And you're good to go. Like, just keep the buzz going a little bit. Like, some people are like, hey, rub one out real quick. That'll help your hangover. (laughs) I have Um, never heard that one. (laughs) Yeah, see? Like, that's what I mean. It's like everyone has their own opinion. Like, as far as ice cream, like, I'm never really hungry when I'm, like, super hungover. So, like, I'm just kind of, you know, writhing, hugging my pillow in agony or whatever. So, I think... For me personally, the best one would probably just be like basic bitch vanilla or something like that. <laughs> like just something light, something that would, you know, not have too much of like sit heavy. Oh, well, I just thought of like an answer a little bit in that I think perhaps keeping it lighter might be better. I don't know if you consider like what you consider an ice cream or not. Um, certain sorbets, I think, which is, you know, it's just – if you have like an orange sorbet, so it has like nice lot of vitamin C, not a lot in the dairy, and just kind of goes down smoothly. Like I think that might be a good remedy for a hangover. Um, but then again, there's some people that like when they just have loads of sugar when they're hangover, that just makes it worse. So I, I can't necessarily say one way or the other. Sorry if that is like a total non-answer, but I I'd like to think I, I describe the situation fairly well well that's okay we don't we don't mind a few non-answers here because what we're going to do next is we're going to put you through what we call the gauntlet (laughs) so it's just a series of rapid fire questions you have to have an answer for this and it's just oh god yeah the first thing that comes to mind just give us just give us your answer okay okay so it's kind of open-ended so Uh we'll start off nice and easy here so 
playoffs are going on. So what's your favorite basketball team? I'm from L.A. Favorite is obviously the Lakers. Who I think is going to win is totally different, though. <laughs> okay. Uh, best team in the NFL or your favorite NFL team? I'm from L.A. The Rams <laughs> just moved there. I'm a L.A. Rams fan. <laughs> and before you got the Rams, who'd you support? Uh, before then, I still had some state pride, so I support the 49ers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he jumped ship now. Now they got all okay. the free agents. The Rams oh, yeah, got no. the free agents, and now all of a sudden he's a Rams fan. Oh, yeah, okay. no, I, I fully admit I became a bandwagon <laughs> like Rams fan, but at least I'm sticking to the Rams and not like going Chargers or whatever. So <laughs> I'll stick to the Rams. All right. Uh, your favorite drink? Ooh, uh, so my go-to cocktail would probably be – and by the way, I want you guys to know that like I tell all my friends that like I don't believe in any favorites. So the fact that like I'm answering these questions like completely – discredits myself to amongst all my close friends hey they never believed um, you anyways they weren't your friends anyways <laughs> <laughs> um okay i'd say my go-to cocktail at a bar would be the godfather which is Ooh. um scotch on, uh, which i put on the rocks and then float a little amaretto <laughs> which i think the sweetness balances out the bitterness of the scotch well the Godfather, eh? The Godfather. Yeah. That is pretty It just sounds like a baller drink. I'm right? not going to lie. We had a couple Godfathers. That's what I'm going to say next time I'm at the bar. A couple Godfathers on me, boys. <laughs> What's the most dangerous place you've had ice cream? Wait, what was that? Most dangerous place you've had ice cream. Dangerous place? Uh, I don't know. Like, you usually feel pretty safe eating, you know, an adorable dessert. Um, I've had ice cream in some less than reputable old neighborhoods like in compton or something in both i'd say detroit probably uh some bad parts of cleveland some less than great parts of new york like i'd probably say and then uh in south central in la like i had some <laughs> sketchy ice cream there too if you had to remove a body part from one of your friends what would it be if i had to remove a body part from a friend yeah. so strange yeah. yeah, that is a strange one. Obviously, I think I picked the pinky, right? <laughs> Maybe like, your friends really like their pinky. I was like, oh, I didn't think of that answer. He's like, I didn't think of that answer. And from what friend would you remove it? Oh, uh, let's see. Can we answer these questions too? Yeah, that's harder though. No. That's harder. I would probably choose. Hmm. I'd probably choose uh, my homie. My homie Gerald. Yeah, that guy. Like, I feel like he, he could compensate. He's a good enough typer that he can compensate for not having a <laughs> I'd, I'd eliminate the left testicle. <laughs> Just the left. You would choose the left testicle? Why? If it's a female, the right testicle. <laughs> B, what would you uh, get rid of? I'm on the same. I'm Well, I'm just going to go right to the pinky as well. Easy. Pinky's a must. Easy to do. Pinky's a must, man. You just need one testicle. (laughs) (laughs) No. Two is just... I mean... It's like a parachute, man. Give me an ear. You have two parachutes, man. You only need one. (laughs) Give me an ear. You take an ear off. Something feels wrong when when you have one. Like, it just doesn't feel right, man. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't feel right when you have one? Uh, I don't know. Never had that. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hope you never do. 
Okay, next question. Oh, this one's a little bit easier. If you could karate chop Uh-oh. anyone in the throat right now, who would it be? Wait, what? If you could karate chop anyone in the throat right now, who would it be? Oh. Uh, you could say this podcast. He pulled me over for a speeding ticket, so yeah, that guy. And he gave you one too? I, I don't... I don't want to, you know, get into too many like details of it right now, but, but yeah, that guy, that guy is not on my high favored list right now. Did you tell him that you were the king of ice cream? Oh yeah, no, we had a full on conversation about my ice cream journey. He thought, you know, I was like really cool guy for following my dream, and it was it did not end as well as I had hoped. <laughs> All right. Here's a nice easy one for you. If you if you couldn't be blogging and posting about ice cream, what would you be doing right now? Uh, I mean, I'm probably back in my nine to five. Like, <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's probably like if I wasn't doing ice cream. That's the smart answer, right? That's the logical answer. That's what I would be doing. Follow your heart, which is ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one thing you dislike about ice cream? Or like Ooh. the least? Let's say like the least. Okay. Thank you for rephrasing that. Um, I would say, oh, my inability to run afterwards. Um, <laughs> just because, like, I'm tr- attempting to, like, train for a marathon, you know, to be all healthy and shit. But you cannot run for, like, two and a half hours after eating ice cream. Like it just, you get the worst cramps. You're like gassy and bloated and is the absolute worst. You feel, you feel like a woman during that time of the month. (laughs) I hope nobody's behind you when you're uh, jogging. (laughs) Okay. Well, that brings me to, uh, I got one question. Okay. Okay. You're, you said you're a gamer, right? I, I dabble. I'd like to think I dabble. What do you like? What, what do you? What platform do you play on? Oh, so currently, like I go Kitty Nintendo, uh, Nintendo, like, uh, like a you switch? Know, Wii U Switch era, but uh, like probably during my heyday, Xbox three sixty. Three sixty. So you say you have a switch? Who's your uh, Who's your Mario Kart character? Um. So for this, so for the Mario Kart eight, I think is that the most recent one. Yeah. Um, for Switch. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I would. I love the idea of being a shy guy, just because he makes this like really adorable noise when you choose him as a character. It's like, it's totally weird. Um, but more often than not, I would choose Link from the DLC. So that that's probably Look my number that. one. Look at that. There you go. Is that your character? Is that who you use? No, I use uh, Koopa Troopa. Koopa Troopa, yeah, no, definitely a solid classic there. Classic, yeah. Okay, final question here for you, Daniel. Not, not, right. and this isn't directed to you personally, but since you're the ice cream aficionado, you should kind of have some insight on this. You got a, you got a hot date coming up. You want to take your lady to uh, to an ice cream parlor. Which mm-hmm. ice cream is known as the panty remover? The panty <laughs> remover. Ooh. Um. Well, I think it depends on, and this is again kind of a non-answer, but no, no, we don't do that here. We don't do that on Thirst World. So wait, 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 wait. Well, I mean, let me explain. Like, so I don't know what kind of females you're attracting, tens, but every, 
<laughs> so wait, I mean, personality wise, like, are are they more sophisticated? Are they just like slutty? Like, no, they're just you, they're just thirsty. They're, they're what, just, what's what are your motives here? The girls are just thirsty, man. That's they just they just want so it. quick dime and they I'll, want it, so they're thirst. Oh, uh, then you're probably best off trying to get them to lower their inhibitions with a nice boozy shake. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> Or strawberry banana. Or <laughs> or I think this might do it. Some cookies and moo juice. <laughs> <laughs> I want to start using that, that moo juice. That's... I've never had success with that, but hey, if you can, then you're a better man than I. Oh, I'm cool. curious now, though. What if we had said uh, very sophisticated? So then that's when um, I would say that you would one want to get to know their flavor preferences and then choose something along those lines. And if you, if they say something like, Oh, I'm big into salads or whatever, like I would say go to a strawberry balsamic. Like that, sh- <coughs> excuse me. Um, that shows that you understand that they, you know, like something sweet, but the balsamic has this nice, like vinegary kind of undertones going on. And usually that shows that you're like fairly knowledgeable and classy and shit. Um, so that would probably get you a better angle. I would I would do the Godfather ice cream. Oh, there the you Godfather go. Godfather ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> and just and just make her just devour the. It's got to be a cone though. It's got to be from a cone, right? Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> never mind then. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're just more interested in getting them to like lick something phallic. Like that's kind of whoa, that's whoa, awesome. whoa, whoa! This is a family podcast. Easy. Liar. Not anymore. I've been all night. This is not family <laughs> No, we've been drinking shots over here too. So nice. I'm I'm my third beer deep now. So <laughs> look at that. Hey, my man. Thank you for being on the pod. We really appreciate all the stories and all the uh, all the answers you gave to us. Is there any last uh, thing that you want to just drop before we uh, we end this? Yeah. Uh, if you guys can follow me on Instagram, like underscore king of ice cream, that would be super dope. Well done. Like it shows that, hey, I'm actually doing something kind of worthwhile of following that, you know, probably could help maybe one day take me to the next level on my ice cream quest. Mm-hmm. Look at that. You heard him. That's right. Follow him. You have, this is on Twitter. This is Instagram as well. Same thing. Uh yeah, uh, same thing. Uh, had the same handle for both, but I mostly just do Instagram just because ice cream is kind of a visual type of dessert. You'd be a true king if you can type that out and people can visualize that. <laughs> uh yeah, underscore and then yeah, all one word, king of ice cream. <laughs> I'd love to be back on the you know podcast. You guys are all super chill and cool dudes, so. Love to kick back another few brewskis and then kick it some more. Uh, maybe next time you can hit me up for like a friction question because I love that shit. Oh, so. <laughs> done deals. That's it. We're going to put that in the books for sure. I just wasn't sure if you wanted to get into that. But oh, yeah, now that we know <laughs> that you're totally oh, up no. for it. Because some I, of our guests I, I, try I to avoid to those. A fair amount of your podcast in preparation for this. So I thought there was going to be some friction questions I wouldn't be able to answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the, that's the only thing. Once they get asked, you got to answer them. When you're five beers deep, I you'll know. be able to answer everything. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Enjoy your time in Maine, and uh, I'll be in touch. I'll talk to you soon. For sure. Take care, guys. Have Thanks a good one. Man. All right. Take it easy. Thanks for listening to the Thirst World Problems Podcast. For more exclusive content, follow us on Instagram at ThirstWorldPod. Make sure to subscribe, like, and share.